so basically it's just trying it's getting oh wait you hit record hey <laughs> hey what were you asking you can ask it uh so basically that zencaster thing is collecting audio directly from both sources rather than through the internet well it's, it exactly. is through the internet but rather th- rather than through the internet and through your machine interpolating exactly so yeah very so, interesting. so what we're what we're talking about is dual ended recording. Um, since we're permanently doing this remotely, obviously, cause I'm in Arizona, Collins in Ohio. Um, I thought it was about time to look into test or invest in some type of recording that allows dual ended recording. So it can capture his audio at the source, uh, good quality and upload it directly. And it syncs it up with mine, which was also captured at the source. So it's a, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool program. Um, we've always used Zoom because like there's something lost if you can't at least see the person you're trying to talk to. I'm pretty sure uh, we got a, a good taste of that when Colin's bullshit ass technology oh my God. issues I, were happening. I was going to fucking skim through it, but I couldn't even bring myself to <coughs> to do it. Uh, there, I, there, it was so frustrating. There was lots of, there was lots of little, bip, bip, bip. it was like lots of, what the fuck, how do, what do you call those? Like what's the technical term for... Uh, a technology blip as it relates to voice over IP recording. Probably glitch. Probably just a glitch. You know, where it's like, you know. Yeah. You sounded like uh, JP from Grandma's Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Colin, we can actually do it this time. We can actually do Ohio versus Florida. I tracked down three. Uh, that we're gonna go over. Okay. And I feel like I feel like we should just go over them now. I, we've been wanting to do this for a while. So Wait, let's just. What like, episode is this? This is sixty six. Six six. If you're five five five, just, then I'm six six. We already named an episode that though. Yeah, I think we did. Uh, but we should just name this episode something to do with six, so that like the sixty six and then the six. Or like, uh, let's talk about, is there anything that we can talk about? Like the six records of, <laughs> the six records of the last month. <laughs> anything I could do or to you start just the episode the, with a six. You could call this number six. So then when it says 66, then there's a six next to it. Six. That's what I'm saying. I was trying to figure out a way to say like, oh, six records of 2018 or, or 20. Jesus, what year is it? 2020. Uh, and then be able to have episode 66, six records of, you know, it was like a dad pun. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a good, I have a good idea for it. I'll wait till this is over. You want, always say the name. I don't want okay. to this time. I'll wait. I'll wait patiently. Uh, let's get right into Ohio versus Florida before we even catch up. So I have three headlines for you. All right. It is uh, the first one. Okay. And just if you haven't tuned in before and listen, this is basically a read off headlines that could have either happened in Ohio or Florida. Uh, and Colin is to guess why. I used to put the states by him to remind me, but then I felt like, what if Colin cheats? I don't know him. I don't know him like that. Uh, so now I don't put him there anymore. I don't fucking cheat. I don't fucking, I don't know. I don't oh, know. You say they're in that card. Yes. I don't, it, it is, I only ever accidentally click into the cards. I don't ever click and into you, them. But that's what I'm saying. If you accidentally click in there and then you see it and then you'll have a, it'll be at the back of your mind. You'll know. So I didn't put them in there this time. I put the, I put just the titles in there and I memorized where they were. 
I did, I did the work. All right. First one. Man took eight year old son on a crime spree. Okay. When they asked him why, he said, I don't want him to be soft. <laughs> oh, man. I was going to say Ohio and now I don't know. Florida. It's Florida. Nailed it. That's a fucking phenomenal. That's a phenomenal reason. Yeah. That is next level parenting. I think I saw that headline. It's funny. You, you know, that's one that I was, I was hoping it, it had been a few weeks since it happened. Uh, and I think I posted it. I posted a screen caption of it on like Facebook or something. So I was like, ah, oh, he's probably going to subconsciously know the answer to this one. All right. <clears throat> Let's look here. A man wearing goggles and a garbage bag suit was caught on camera breaking into a waste management center and setting several garbage trucks on fire. Ohio, straight up. I think, fuck, now I can't remember. Oh, hold on. great. Oh, great. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Not only, not only did I do that, <clears throat> I added, I thought I added. Oh, God, I didn't add it. Hang on. I'm pretty sure that that was also Florida. Yep, it's also Florida. Dang it. I don't know. So that, one, that one sounded like there was too much hate. It seemed too much too much hate. <clears throat> By the way, if you Google that, uh, there is a video. They've got like crispy video of this dude, and it is legitimately – he has suited up in like several trash bags – Wearing goggles, carrying a like milk jug, must have been full of you know kerosene or gas or something. You see him going in, super casual, just walking around. Uh, then you see a different camera angle. He's like walking away, super casual. You start to see some smoke and some uh, flames. Before you know it, huge explosion. I'm like, holy shit! This this does feel. Not only does it feel very deliberate, very targeted. It feels like this is not dude's first time. He's way too calm. I would be like, I'd be, first of all, I think I'd wear something more than a garbage bag suit. Like, yeah. he was just like, fuck it. It's all you need. That's it. That's all you need. He just, he knows too much about the situation. Yeah. All right. Hang on. Hang on. And one more for you. Shipment of meth disguised as packets of nature's heart coconut drink mix, mix seized. So it was like 15 pounds or something like that but it was a it's like a drink kind of like kool-aid packets yeah but some kind of uh coconut drink uh meth could be either but i'm gonna call it i'm gonna call it another one florida 100 percent florida see i tried to i tried to trip you up this time because i found three florida uh hoping that you would pick ohio and you did for that second one i feel like ohio if it was opioids <laughs> well I felt like, uh, I felt like it could be either as well. Yeah. That's why, like, that's why the ones with meth are like, they're perfect candidates for this. <laughs> Cause you don't know where the fuck they are. Yeah. By the way, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I feel a little bit more at ease about the technical setup tonight because I got rid of that horseshit loaner computer. I got my computer back. I got, I'm back on the Zoom app, not the fucking browser. I got the better camera. Uh, you know, so yeah, I actually did. I noticed when you came in today, everything was crispy. There were no issues. We didn't have to take, uh, you know, 30 minutes to 
figure out exactly what the fuck we were doing. I was also set up so, an hour ago. So why? Because I could. Because I could. That's good. That's a good answer. I'm feeling it. Um, I was not. I slept the entire day. I just needed a day to recharge, I think. I, I stayed up late playing video games uh, and then went to bed. Daughter woke me up like 5.30 in the morning. She crawled in bed. I continued to sleep, let her watch some TV. Uh, and before I knew it, it was noon. Nice. And I was going downstairs. That was it. You ever have those days where you just like, you don't even want to get out of bed? It's not even like a depression thing. It's just a, I'm straight on getting out of bed today. Uh, I do. A lot of times on like Saturday or Sunday morning, I'll wake up or be in that kind of hazy sleep, you know, in and out. Sometimes for like a 45 minutes to an hour. But generally, you know, where it's just like, I don't want to get out of bed yet, but I'm not like dead asleep. I might doze in and off, but I'll lay there and, you know, whatever. But, mm-hmm. um, but no, then I got to get up. I, I just, I'm like, oh, I got to start doing stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't often feel like that. I often feel like, oh, I have to start doing stuff. It's not, it's not the other way around. Like I don't, I'm not laying in bed thinking, oh man, I'm really wasting this day. It's so lazy of me. Like I miss those days. Those days just don't happen anymore. I feel you. Today, well, maybe I won't say too much, but uh, got some work done today on maybe some semblance of a little Christmas present from human law. We'll see. We'll see. see. Oh, fancy. So what you're saying is uh, it's hard to get information out of you nowadays now that you don't drink. Oh, you, a truth <laughs> yeah, it was like, uh, it was a little easier. I still rile you up like just as, just as easily, but, uh, you're not, you're not as, uh, not as loose lipped. Yeah. What's going on? There? That's really funny. No, I, no, I, yeah, no, we're, we'll, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> see, you dialed it back. Uh, so we've had a, a, a topic on, our agenda for a couple times and we pushed it back because uh, there wasn't a good way to go to it, but I want to get right to it this morning. This morning? What am I talking about? It's like, it's eight <laughs> o'clock where you're at. <laughs> oh, boy. Six where I'm at. Um, and it's what new metal band is the most consistently heavy or hard. So I was thinking about this because I saw it on the board last week. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm eager to hear your answers. Uh, and, you know, I haven't, like, totally thought it through. Uh, I, I Some things came to mind. But, like, it, you know what I mean? Where it's, like, uh, some new metal bands, like, you pop the record on and it's, like, it feels like a bunch of different genres being – that were a d- bunch of different studio sessions. You know, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, like – Incubus is kind of like that. Limp Biscuit is kind of like that. Corn's kind of like that, even, you know, where it feels like, you know, what songs could be, especially in later records, songs could be like vastly different from each other. And, but I was thinking like, I feel like Fear Factory is a band that goes hard all the time or heavy all the time, even when they're 
melodic and pretty. Mm-hmm. Seven Dust, I feel like, is another band like that. Seven Dust has Seven Dust is a much heavier band. Like like later in life, when I like started being okay with listening to new metal and stuff again, proudly. <laughs> no, I I just saying like Seven Dust was like, man, this band was like legitimately they're tuned super low, some real chuggy stuff. I bet I bet some of those guys, I bet a couple of those guys came from hardcore. You think so? No, but I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. I, I always felt like uh, <clears throat> I always felt like they came from the opposite. Like they probably came from like death metal. Yeah, and was like you know because like at the time I don't remember what the drummer's name is, but at the time nobody could follow chugs with their feet like that dude could. Like that's just that's typical nowadays. Everybody can do that, but like nobody was doing that yeah. the way he was doing that. And I always thought that was indicative of an extremely good drummer, somebody who had extreme control over their instrument, uh, which I always, you know, back then I always attributed to like, you know, people who were in death metal or grind, um, that were kind of downplaying what they were capable of. Yeah. So no fear factory is definitely one that comes to mind. Uh, for every record they've ever put out. There's there's a a specific ooh 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 you're I'm getting get, a fucking delivery I'm getting food you're, delivered to me you're getting a delivery holy crap thank you yep. dude what's up hey <laughs> <laughs> uh that's a first I got food yeah, delivered I mid dude this yeah looks crazy I need to set it somewhere it looks I mean I don't know I can't you, really I can't um, get a full look at it but it looks full it looks nice and full holy shit what are those in the back are those eggs yeah dude it's like the real deal ramen mm. so, okay so look the dog came with the dog was like uh oh shit you got here. food get out of here <laughs> anyway uh, anyway so sorry. yeah so fear factory i was just saying that uh, they're definitely one that comes to mind um another one that i would have said if it not been for a single they released in like June or July of 2020 would be Spine Shank. Dude, they released a single this year. Yes. It's a hundred. It's like, it's like all singing, but, uh, yeah, it's all singing. It, like, if you want to remain nostalgic about like the height of callousness record, for example, probably just forget this new single exists. Like, I'm not even sure what the catalyst was for wanting to put something out like that. But in this wake of new metal coming back, it's not coming back because of the singing. It's coming back because of the jumpy boys parts, you know, and like the heavy. Yeah. But I think with that, it, it the whole new metal revival is very interesting to me because it was as if at some point, the gatekeepers of cool in the hardcore scene said, <laughs> you know what? It is okay to like those bands that we all loved. You know what I mean? And then as soon as they said that, it's like, you know what? He's right. We're going to do new metal or we're going to have new metal parts or we're, you know what I mean? And it just, the floodgates opened up. I think that was less about the gatekeepers and more about the changing of the gatekeepers. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? The old, uh, old guys like us, we're not, we're not there anymore. Like it's all the young kids who 
probably really like new metal and they were tired of holding back and, and denying it. And it's interesting too because the older guys than us they they were too old for it. So they weren't even yeah, into that. So they thought it was stupid from a different angle. I can look back and I can listen to certain new metal bands uh and realize that they're very they're very juvenile new metal new metal bands, right? And then there were also ones that maybe made it a little more mainstream that had a little more sustenance to their, you know, whether it was lyrics or riffs or whatever, like bands like POD, you know, POD was like, <clears throat> they had, uh, they had substance to their music. They had good riffs, good production, consistency throughout several records. Uh, I'm trying like bands like factory 81 though, like, they were kind of a flash in the pan. Yeah, well, that's that. That's that whole thing where it's like you got those big boys, and then the big boys are successful. And then the record label guys are like, "Oh yeah, we need more of those." So then they scour scenes like the Al Rosa and find the band that everybody loves in that scene. Then they sign them to a major, put it out. People shit all over it. Never see them again. I mean, I was fucking with Factor Eighty One for that one. Tape. I'm just being a dick. Uh, I know. No, yeah. It, POD is a like I have a specific love for them because they were you know huge. They were big in the Christian scene before they were in the secular scene. And man, that that band, dude. I've spent so much time in my life listening to that that fucking band. And they, but the thing is, they came from the Christian hardcore scene, so like. Their early records is hard. The shit is mm-hmm. hard. A lot of it's like biohazardy kind of, you know, like it's rap core still, but like, but like has that kind of street vibe. I love it. Hell yeah. Anyway, once we get past this, I need you, I, I've, I've rethought it. I need you to listen to that spine chain record. All right. You gotta, you gotta listen to it after this <clears throat> just to get the vibes. Uh, speaking of vibes, so I saw, I saw that DACA, uh, was essentially reopened. Yeah. Um, and they're supposed to start taking, um, applications again as early as Monday. Thoughts on this? Because I haven't seen, I haven't seen a whole lot. Well, maybe I'm missing it, but I haven't seen a whole lot of people speak out against it right now. I feel like there's too much other shit going on. Well, that's one thing. And two, it's even when the president was making it an issue a couple of years ago, it, it's a issue that polls well, like, like it, conservatives and liberals, like, like, uh, uh, they both, uh, sorry, my brain just totally broke. Uh, conservatives and liberals both like the idea of kids who were brought here when they were kids, infants, two-year-old, four-year-old. Uh, uh, you know, this is the only country they ever knew. Of course, you know, mm-hmm. like that's common sense. So, yes, like the, the absolutely should keep it. Like these kids, this is their country. They're Americans, in my opinion. Hmm. You think that you think that's what's why there's been less talk, or is everybody just still too concerned with voter fraud? 
And they're like, oh, they, like some of these things like this that maybe the uh, president had previously not really supported. Um, they're just like, oh, once we get the voter th- fraud thing figured out, we'll just reverse this shit. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, it, it's weird because I feel like across the board, it it, it feels like, um, you know. It, it, all of a sudden, Trump just kind of fell off the the radar. You know, it's like you got these yeah. voter fraud things, but it's like it really shows that like nobody really gives a shit about you, dude. You just really good at being famous. Yeah, and what I goes like around comes around. Definitely been a lot less. I don't know, a lot less focus on Trump. Even his, uh, even his Twitter. Like, I feel like it's been a, a lot of just a lot of retweets. So much info in a, like a retweet, and I'm like, you're not really going on your your rants right he's, now. He's he's defeated. He's he feels defeated. Uh, it's it's also funny because um, it man, never mind. I lost my train of thought. I don't know what is going on with my mind right now. Does it have anything to do uh with the fact that the House passed? <laughs> no decriminalization of cannabis no it doesn't but that is uh a very interesting thing because that's the first time they've ever taken up a vote on that at a federal level i didn't read mm. closely so i don't know if it's if it's i know i've just read decriminalized so i don't think it's just like full legalization but like and it's not gonna it's not gonna pass the senate like everybody knows that it's dead in the water, but still it's a, it's a pretty historic symbol to, to say, look guys, this is, it's time to do this. Yeah. It, I wonder like, what does that mean for people who like have felonies like for possession or anything like that? What does it mean for people like that? Do they, do they get that type of thing expunged from their record or is that just, you know, Sorry, only, it wasn't the only if it's in the bill. And that's the thing is, is like, I don't think anything like that should ever be passed unless it has. Okay. Anybody who has been put away for, uh, having weed is done. You're, you're, you're fine. You're good. It's over. Yeah. I could see a whole bunch of lawsuits coming out of that, especially if that's like somebody's like third strike or something. Yeah. That, that would be big, bigly huge. Yeah. Um, let's just keep talking about other news. Like, <clears throat> so I don't know if you've looked into this shit much, but I kept seeing, uh, the stories about monoliths, right? Yeah. Just like appearing. And I think I saw like, maybe I caught it around the time the Utah one was discovered. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we're up to like three now. Yeah. The one showed up in Romania. Yeah. The that- fucking, that's not even uh, in this side of the, earth you know what i mean like that's okay and then there's one in utah and one in california i think but the one in utah before the one in romania popped up the one in utah was gone the one in california is gone it was up for like hardly any time and then a group of people who were chanting like christ is king and shit like that went up there tore it down and replaced it with a wooden cross so i don't know what's going on but tore it down yeah they like removed it I, and 
Uh, I'm struggling to remember the full details of it, but I'm pretty sure that they're investigating. Like there were, you know, online videos of uh, a bunch of like teenage white kids or something like going to get it and talking about it and then took it down. Oh, they said, they said something in the video that caught my attention. I said, um, we don't want aliens here, whether illegal or space or some shit like that. Like we don't want illegal oh aliens God. here, <laughs> whether other countries are space. Uh, that's so funny. Uh, yeah, you know, it, somebody's screwing around and they're doing a really fucking good job. It's not aliens. Yeah. I know that the, the one in Utah, a group of artists, I think came forward and took credit for it now. Oh, they did? Just recently, like in, in the past like day or so. Oh, that sucks. Uh, I was hoping this would get dragged out longer. Yeah, it, that's actually where I'm going with this. Is like they they could have left that like a thing of wonder. That was like a fun thing. Honestly, like I assume the whole time it was artists, some kind of artist saying, I think people need to experience nature more. And like this was getting people in whole droves just to come out and check this thing out. I know that if I lived anywhere close to one, I'd have went. Just for the hell of it, you know, just to, just for the pop culture aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was getting tons of people to go out, especially when right now a lot of people are cooped up and they want to go out. Yeah. And by go out, they want to go to bars and shit like that. Like this is getting people out of the house. It's something fun and it's out in nature. So it kind of sucks. I wish they would have. I wish nobody would have taken credit for it, but in this day and age, it feels like everybody wants their credit. Yeah. That sucks. I, it would have been fun if this was like a big thing or if it was actually aliens. <laughs> my my favorite uh, meme I saw from it was uh, somebody photoshopped a, a monolith like in a toilet, like sticking out of a toilet. And it said, oh my God, I just went to take a poop and this monolith showed up. <laughs> it's good shit. It's funny. Good shit. Um, actually, before we talk about that, so I'm still in my Facebook group. Um, hey, you got another visitor. No, Hi, she, visitor. She, she's just grabbing something. Uh, miss you. Miss you too. Um, so I saw in my old Facebook group that they got a shit ton of snow and it seems like, uh, you guys got a wide variance of snow throughout columbus some people saying they got nothing some people saying they got like four inches in columbus yeah columbus got an inch if that it was the most bullshittiest of bullshit snows i was like super like all the forecasts were saying three to four inches and i was like so stoked to wake up and go outside and drive the new subaru out in the snow and then woke up and you could still see grass tips and there and the and the road was still just wet and then it Ugh. was gone about a day and a half your grass had frosted tips yeah they had like a foot up in cleveland oh i have uh i work with somebody who um comes from cleveland or is from cleveland and was like at home you know like hanging yeah. out <clears throat> and they're pretty close to the lake so normally they get the whole lake effect yeah and she was saying that they got nothing. That like other parts of Cleveland, not by the lake, oh, got hammered. Yeah, super weird how it skipped over like that. Uh, big surprise, but we got no snow um, <laughs> here in Arizona. 
I'm nowhere near Flagstaff, so we don't we don't get that shit. I just don't see the appeal. I don't understand. Like even your little little like kid like excitement, like oh, so excited to get up and go drive the Subaru. <laughs> like what? Because it's fun, <laughs> man. What do you do? What do you do in the Subaru? You go do donuts. You find a parking lot and do donuts. Do donuts. Uh, the the fun thing about the the fun thing about driving in a Subaru specifically because they're all wheel drive and they're low to the ground. They're really wide. They have a lot of torque, and the brand new ones, you know, have like the fancy all wheel drive. You know, where it like throws torque at certain wheels as it needs, and uh, you know, then I can like slide around corners. I can effing Tokyo drift and <laughs> still keep control. You know, uh, with the Jeep. Oh man, that's the best. The Jeep, just go out there, find a parking lot, and I can do donuts all night in that thing. So fun. Do you think Tesla would be successful if they made like a Jeep competitor? Uh, maybe. I I I I think that they're staying in their own lane and they're leaving the the truck game to play to people like Rivian, like the other startups mm-hmm. that are coming. So I don't know. That would be so cool. Like, I feel like there needs to be more collaborations in cars. I mean, like to, to be fair, Jeep has. They just announced the their first uh, uh, hybrid Jeep. Mm. Um, so FCA is already on their way to a full EV Jeep, so they'll be unstoppable by that point. Yeah, I just – I think about, like, everything else in my life, right? Like, music, fucking doesn't matter, shoes, you know, art. There's collaborations in everything. There's like never collaborations in cars unless you talk about like, you know, special series of cars like a McLaren edition something or, you know, shit like that. Well, but like, no, there's collabs. There's collabs. It are you talking between car companies? Yeah, it happens. What? So Give me an you, example. So you have you you have the the classic examples where it's like big boys um, who partner with specific you know so think of like ford with with shelby like the shelby cobra you know it's a, it was it was a collaboration between a huge car company and a uh boutique race car builder but mm-hmm. then you think um back in the 80s there was a lot of like toyota and chevy shared platforms for the the chevy nova and the toyota corolla in the in the 80s were the same and uh and then a few years ago you know the have you seen the subaru brz it's the it it's or i'm sorry the uh yeah subaru brz and no not familiar toyota brz i don't know well there's a car that it's a subaru and a toyota and a scion it, it, what? It, even though, and then and then it folded it back into Toyota when Toyota killed Scion. But they that but there's like a version of it that's a Toyota. There's a version of it that's a Subaru. That's like those are on the market still. Yeah, I'm looking at 2020s. They look like uh, they almost look like a Supra. Yeah, or something. Okay, so it happens. The rare. That's why. Okay, so the examples you gave. It kind of feels like that happens because 
maybe that's a like a manufacturing benefit to all three companies like maybe you could sell it like oh if we all three use the same chassis then you know some shit like that well i mean the uh ford shelby situation oh go keep going keep going well i feel like that one's different you can't you can't really convince me that was literally ford saying we really like what you're doing here uh you've you know we want to incorporate that like i don't I'm talking about like legitimately taking a, a, like a legit collaboration. Yeah. You know, like where the fucking like both names are yeah, on the car. It would be like, like it would be like Jeep Wrangler powered by Tesla. I hear what you're saying. Yes. You know, take somebody, take a, a car line that somebody's known for something good. You got Tesla because they're known for electric, their batteries, yada yada. Uh <clears throat> or take Subaru who's known for killing the all-wheel drive game and then implement that technology, you know, again, you got it, the powered by, right? I think that should happen more. I like collaborations. Yeah, that, that'd, uh, be, that'd be interesting. But the fact is, is that they're all too focused on line in the pockets of their shareholders. You're right. You're right. But you don't think that that Ain't would... Ain't no uh, goddamn way. I'm going to collaborate my Ford with Chevy. Um, my favorite thing about Ford is how Chevy owners always have something to say, you know, it's like that, that competition. And the one that always stuck out to me is I see you got a Ford, right? It stands for fix or repair daily. Yep. There's that one. And, uh, Hey, did that model come with heated bumpers for when you have to push it in the winter? (laughs) So those are like. Classic, uh, classic dad jokes. My friend's dad used to work at a GM plant um, in Michigan, and he said that if you had a if you had a foreign car, Japanese car, it would get keyed in the parking lot. Get the fuck out of here! It's crazy. They they got that cult like cult like uh, employee base. It's funny because I've been to I've been to a lot of different with at work i've been to a lot of different automakers places and they don't seem you see obviously when you in their parking garages you see you see a lot of that car or a lot of that make but uh they don't seem to discriminate very much it 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 doesn't seem as cutthroat well if you're like a successful you know you're you're very successful you got a nice big house you want a luxury car and you work for Honda, <laughs> what the fuck do you do? You just get like the upper echelon Acura and call it a day? Or do you, you know, you go for a Porsche or? Well, you got the NSX. That's true. But that's a, the, ra- that's a race car. That's, yeah, that's like for people who would, uh, the same type of person who might drive like a Ferrari there's or no, a There's no Acura a Phantom. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah I think there's no competitor for, for a Bentley. I think you then go for the. Go for the rolls. Yeah. Uh, on the, on the interest of collaboration. So I saw that Reebok put out three collaboration shoes with hot ones. Do you, do you follow that show at all? I can't remember if we've I've talked seen about a that. few episodes of it. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. It's a great, great like format for a show. Yeah. Uh, it kind of, I got I fell off a little bit once they went to the whole like remote episodes, but it feels like maybe they're bringing it back. They found a better way to do it. The, the host interaction in person there is is phenomenal, and 
Sean's like line of questioning is phenomenal too. Um, that being said, its show is like sponsored by Complex, which is like big in the hip hop world. Um, and they recently did a collaboration of shoes with Reebok. So there's like three shoes, the classics, um, shit. I can't think of oh, the Shaq Gnosis and one other I can't think of right now. They're, they're awesome. The only thing I had them in my cart in a size 10, I had the classics in the cart. The only thing that stopped me from getting them is like, I kind of wanted to wear them and they only came in like the, the main colorway is like a beige. <clears throat> So the Shaq Gnosis come in black and like the lines on the side are basically like the colors that represent the Scoville. Uh, but the classics are phenomenal. They have the sole was kind of clear and in the bottom of the sole, you can see the chicken wings. I saw them. So dude, I thought about getting those and just putting them on my wall in the office. And when I went back to get them the other day, they're sold out of a 10. Uh, I, th- it was funny though, backing up a couple paragraphs in this conversation, you're like, yeah, but I wanted to wear them. And it's, it's just so funny to me that like your, your, your first thought when seeing a pair of shoes you want is not that you want to wear them. That's a secondary thought. <laughs> it's hilarious to me. I get it. I get it. That will never not be it, funny to me. The, the only, okay. So I'm going to explain that because there's actual, I have actual, uh, thoughts behind it. I'm going to take Number a bite one, of this ramen while you explain it. Do it. Number one, I don't typically wear Reeboks. So yeah. when I saw that it was a collaboration with Reebok, I, I went, see. I see. Nah, nah, I'm cool. Um, then I saw them and went, shit, the, the classics are kind of tight. The only thing that stopped me from wearing these is that they're not a normal colorway I would wear, you know, your grays, your blacks, your whites. It was more of an off white or a beige. And yeah. I don't even, I don't even understand how to wear beige shoes. I, I mean, a beige shoe feels like it should only happen if you're talking about like a dress shoe or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. Beige? Like who fucking wears beige? Like on the regular? Old people. That's what I'm saying. Except for like uh you and I, I think both wear like the beige kind of khaki color shorts. True. You're not gonna wear beige shoes with them. No, hell no. Like what do you what what literal pant do you even wear beige shoes with? Jeans? Yeah. Yeah? Dude, I gotta research this after. Black jeans. I feel like black je- black jeans and beige. Maybe. No. Hell no. I need to. I need to go back to the. Uh, I feel like that's something that I could learn if I look at, you know, the older hip hop artists like Run DMC and shit like that. Like they had to have been doing some beige. <laughs> Russell. Russell's doing some beige. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, what are you sipping on? Is that another NA beer? It's uh. It's Bush NA. Um, okay. Th- oh wait, didn't we talk about we this? You about said this that's week. the one. Yeah. So I that's thought the that- one that's uh, watery, right? No, no, no. This one, this one, literally, this was the first cheap beer that I tasted. That was like a like a cheap NA, like a, a NA version of a cheap beer that I felt tasted. This tastes no different than Bush Light. Zero difference. Okay. And uh. Uh, so that was kind of my number one on those types of beers, but uh, I will say Friday night I had Old Milwaukee NA, <laughs> and holy shit balls, that was awesome! It was awesome. I'm looking it up right now. Has mm. a throwback design and everything. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, that was awesome. And then I got to say, so that's probably my favorite NA 
so far. But I, then I gotta say, as far as like NA versions of non shitty beers, uh, there's a brewing company called Athletic Brewing, and their IPA tastes like an IPA, like a craft IPA. It's awesome. So I hate to tell you this, but on Beer Advocate, Old Milwaukee non-alcoholic only has 59%. It's got three stars. What does Old Milwaukee alcoholic have? <laughs> oh, Probably God. less. Uh, let's look it up. I haven't, I haven't done that yet. Old Milwaukee. <laughs> Uh, ooh, it really does ju- just a little less, fifty-seven percent. Still three stars, but yeah, dude, it's not good tons beer. more votes. I'm not mad at it. Uh, all right. Wait, you so, didn't talk about the Jake Paul thing. You're right. You're right. I totally didn't. Uh, do you know who Jake Paul is? Yeah, he's that YouTuber got canceled, right? Yes. You've actually Racist? almost. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. But th- is that what he got canceled for? Uh, I think I canceled for a number of things. He's just a shitty human. Yeah. So. Yeah, you kind of like almost you almost touched on why I wanted to put this on here, because I find it crazy that so many people are celebrating him after his fight. So if you don't know, he had a boxing match with Nate Robinson, uh, former uh, NBA player. And it, watching these two fight was like watching fucking, you know, an animal fuck a football. Like it, it was stupid. The, like I saw most of the fight and I was like, this is fucking lame. Like neither one of these motherfuckers can fight. And then out of nowhere, uh, he lands like the weirdest like bullshit lucky hit like behind the ear type shit not even not even like a clean ass hit on the chin he just lands a bullshit ass hit and lays him out yeah that, out. like he like mm-hmm. that night i i didn't see the fight but i saw the pictures obviously cuz it got memed like crazy yeah uh so i i don't know and like i'd be like if that was a fight i had paid for or something i'd be like no get the fuck out of here that was weak as shit you know uh, I've seen better fights on, on bully revenge videos, grade school bully revenge videos on YouTube. Um, but post that, I saw lots of people really celebrating Jake Paul. And I'm like, did he just get uncanceled? Like, what what happened? Like, now that he threw a fucking wild haymaker and, and knocked dude out, like, y'all are talking. I've seen lots of people saying, like, he's the real deal in boxing and shit like that. And if I'm not mistaken, this could be some bullshit, but if I'm not mistaken, he's supposed to fight Conor McGregor. Weird. Like, do you, do you know who that is? Weird. Yeah. Do you know who Conor McGregor is? Yeah. Yeah. Just making sure. I don't think his fight, uh, I don't think his fight was anything to write home about either when it was boxing. But, uh, I don't know. Didn't Mike Tyson fight that night too? Yes. I didn't see it. You know, sad to say I didn't watch it either. I planned on it. I planned on watching it. And I still kind of want to just because all of the hype videos leading up to it showing Tyson. Did you see any of those? No. Dude. Dude is a he's a fucking nightmare still. Like I could not believe in like any I can't believe 
anybody stepping into a ring with him, watching him spar and like train in his fifties, he's still a goddamn nightmare. Crazy. It's incredible. Yeah. So that's, that was the Jake Paul thing. I was, I just wondered if you had seen it. Um, I almost skipped over it. Thanks for catching that. But it was honestly just because I don't know. I was curious why the fuck he just got uncanceled. Somehow. Yeah. I found that really weird. It also seems like there is probably a huge chunk of our, of our culture who didn't even know who he was really. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like I was listening to Bill Burr's podcast and he was talking about the fight and he meant, he talked about him. Like he had no idea who he's like this YouTube guy, Jake Paul, or, you know, like, yeah. So I think there's probably, that's probably part of it is people are like, who's this guy? He's fucking, he fucking, you know, did it. But. He's also, he's got a fucking like top podcast too. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. There. He's got a, he's got a podcast called impulsive. Nice little play on words there, Paul. Uh, oh, impulsive. And like, yeah, exactly. And his, in his home, he has like a, uh, I can't remember the amount. I saw, you know, I saw a thumbnail and headline that said like, look at Jake Paul's $50,000 podcast studio. And it was like, you know, had like the logo in the back and all kinds of shit. Like he's, he's definitely got money. He's definitely doing oh, yeah. things. I'd find it hard to believe that anybody, especially someone else who does a podcast, doesn't at least know who he is from that perspective. And then you talk about the culture. I mean, a lot of the younger kids are who made him all his like YouTube videos and shit. Like that's what launched him into doing anything else. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about, let's talk about these records. So you and I started to touch on this before, uh, you know, we, we always do we come here and we talk about like good records, right? And I know that every, is it every year that you do kind of like a yearly wrap up Mm -hmm. best records? Um, As we think about doing a records of the decade, how are you going to put that list together? Are you just like going to go back to your previous list or just like think about it from scratch? Hmm. Getting that ramen in. Sorry. It's good. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I feel like there's certain there's certain records of the last ten years that you can easily like I feel like Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly is one that's gonna be you know, one of those kind of that's probably top ten of the two thousands so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so like that. I don't know. See, I feel like I'm at a uh, extreme dis- disadvantage because I don't put those lists together every year. Yeah. And I would think that your starting process would be go back to those lists and see what's available uh, yeah. and then fill in any gaps as things have marinated and seasoned and gotten better and things like that. I think I started doing you it. Don't... I think I started doing it like 2012, 2011 maybe. Yeah, because like you don't, you don't really know like what kind of staying power a record has until it's been a couple years. But then, yeah, there's that. And then there's also the the easy thing was would be like, okay, if I've been doing it every year since 2010, then the top 10 records of the last decade are those number ones. Uh, Except for that, what thing. I just said. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that I think it was 2014, 
I believe I had uh, a tie for number one. It was uh, Code Orange, I Am King, and uh, Nothing uh, Guilty of Everything. I think that was 2014. Maybe 12. Is this uh, top records across all genres? Yeah, I stopped splitting them. Yeah. What's that? There's a cattle decapitation record from the early, like 2012, 2011. Um, damn, does it have the word monolith in it? I, now I'm going to have to Google it. <laughs> you know me, I like throw on records and like I just let them play. I don't know the names of tracks. I don't even know the names of records anymore. Sometimes I see the name of a record. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then I realize it's like the one I listen to all the time. <laughs> Uh, uh, let's look. Oh man, that pork belly. Yeah, Monolith of Humanity. Mm. Inhumanity. That record. I remember when people would ask me about like extreme records that I thought were good, I would always recommend this. But like, and before I might have even told you this was like one of the best records back then. What year was this? Let me look. Yeah, this was 2012. Um, but, like, I probably haven't listened to this five years. So, like, that's that's my problem is yeah, I never know how to put these lists together. Yeah, that's it, – it, it, because cause then you could, you could go, man, I haven't listened to this probably five years. But then you could put it on and be like, yes, this is one of the best. And then it's like, well, is it, though, because you put it on the shelf for five years? You know what I mean? Like – yeah. That that's my problem right there. My shit's gonna be full of things from the past like three years. Yeah, we got to try and set time to set time to actually work on that. Yeah, and uh, maybe are we gonna try and do it like next podcast? Oh boy! Well, I haven't even my top ten together for this year yet. Mm. Mm. Not All next. Right. Podcast. So what do we? We'll put it on. We'll put it on for a couple up. Let's see. We're on episode sixty six. 69. Oh, it'd just be called nice. Well, nice. Yeah, because that one will likely end up being in 2021. No, no, that'll still be this year. Yeah, it'll be on the 28th. That's why we'll have to do it on 70 if we want it on the 4th. We'll figure it out. I And I have, I have just determined that episode 69 has to be called nice. Oh, for sure. We got it. We gotta. We have to keep, you know, memeing along. Keep memeing along. Keep memeing. Just keep. Memeing. Just keep memeing. Just keep memeing. <laughs> uh, you want to do trivial things? Oh man. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We we've been talking about bringing this back as well, which is uh, you know, pre-COVID, we would do like trivial things that bother us. And sometimes they were extremely trivial, but it's, it's funny how many times you think yours is trivial. And then, you know, other people will be like, Oh dude, totally me too. Yeah. So, uh, I've, I've been trying to think about it. I have a couple, uh, do you have any lined up? Uh, when, uh, People honk at people in parking lots. Mm. 
It, so does it matter what type of honk it is? If it's a beep beep versus a beep. Uh, okay. People who honk at people in parking lots to make some sort of point. That's negative. <laughs> All right. If you're like, beep, set beep, it up, please go park there. No, just like, like, uh, this happened to me today. Uh, but I was walking into Kroger or something like that. And, uh, I, it was a busy parking lot and there's, you know, people walking all over the place. It's fucking Sunday afternoon, the Morse road Kroger, you know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. just like, like the impatience of some people that are like sitting there eh, eh, come, come, like, and like you look and they're waving their arms and it's just like, we're in a parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Like, come I'm on. I'm not holding you up that much. Yeah. So. Uh, one of mine is the the texture of paper straws in my mouth. Do you, like, huh. you ever go somewhere and they give you, like, you know, plastic straws are fucking canceled. Uh, they give you a paper straw. Yeah, but their paper straws are a bunch of horse shit. Dude. Well, first of all, paper straws generally come wrapped in plastic. <laughs> so that's the, the funny thing is you used to get a plastic straw wrapped in paper. Now you get a fucking paper straw wrapped in plastic. Um, no, the, the texture of paper straws is it, it like yeah, fucking, I hate it. It, it. I can't stand it. And it like gets stuck to your lip and shit. Like I'm cool on that. By the time you're and done drinking the drink, it's all like soft. Yeah. Ooh, it's flaccid. You have a flaccid straw. um another one is like have you ever used a like a a a wooden utensil like a wooden fork or a wooden spoon to eat or to cook no not to fucking cook i mean i think we've all used (laughs) wooden spoons to cook okay then no to eat oh i'm sure i have but you mean like how it gets like wet (laughs) yeah it's another weird fucking texture thing like i i'm having a real hard time with things that aren't plastic or metal yeah, I think cooked is with a wooden spoon, you moron. <laughs> well, I think everybody's done the wooden spoon trick where you lay it across the top of a, a pot and it doesn't boil over. No, I didn't know that. Really? It only works with actual wooden spoons. Like you can't just fucking use like uh, a goddamn silicone spatula or something. Like you have to use it's something I don't know what it is, but it's something to do with the wood. If you're like, let's say you're boiling water for like macaroni or pasta or something. And your water's kind of up there. It's really common to boil over if you're not like watching it. Yeah. If you put a, a wooden spoon in the center, it won't boil over. Huh. Yeah. Look into it, dude. Hacks. Life hacks. Life hacks with Jeff. Um, do you have any more? Um, dum, 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 dum. Dum, 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 oh man! Dum, now I'm on the spot. Dum, 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 dum. I don't. I don't. Hit, hitting you with that Jeopardy thing. Oh, okay, here's a trivial thing that bothered me. All right. I. I this has happened to me more than once. Uh, but where you restring your guitar and what well, and you break one of the high strings while you're stretching them out. <laughs> Here, I. I got to be honest. It's never happened to me. For real? It's Not happened, once, it's happened ever. happened to me twice or three times in the last couple of years. Maybe. What kind of strings are you using over there? The Dario. Fucking Amazon, Amazon Basics? No. The Dario <laughs> NYXLs. 
All right. Now I feel bad because that's the exact, exact strings I use. <laughs> those, those are the best strings. Yeah. Knox recommended them when he set up my guitar. So, well, pretty sure he got that from me. Oh, because I requested, I gave him oh. those strings. Oh, I'm telling you, they fucking, and I'm not even going to take credit for it. I got the recommendation when I was switching from, uh, the clear coat, the clear coated strings, clear tone. So I use clear tone strings for like at least 10 years. They're a coated string, kind of like elixirs, but yeah. they do not, uh, the, the coating does not wear off. Like, so with the elixirs, it would actually shred over time. And the clear tone, for one, they had a, a crazy long lifespan and they never dulled. They were always, loud because they they actually advertise that they're like 40 percent louder than regular strings or something so even when um i'd had strings on there i'm not even shitting you for six months and they would sound brand new so i used those for years but what i noticed is that like i felt like i didn't get the resonance that i should get and so when i started playing music that you know i rang out a lot more and i was expecting the note to resonate a lot more and it wasn't happening uh I started like looking for other strings and then Devin um, actually recommended the NYXLs, I think, uh, which is how I got them on my Ibanez and the attack and tone is like, it's unparalleled. It's crazy. I never thought that a string would like make that much difference on a guitar, but it made it. Yeah. It made a huge difference. Tits. All right, man. I think we're, uh, Reaching the end of our episode 66, I won't hassle you for the name. I'll do that after we're done recording. Because <laughs> we're going to need it. All right, episode 66 is in the books. Peace. Peace.